Yama. I'm your host, Nari Pakai, and welcome to NITV Radio for this Monday, 25th of December. Coming on today's show, NITV Radio chats with Mitch Tambo, bringing Christmas and culture together with his rendition of Silent Night in Gamilaroi language. Plus, in a following interview, Mitch talks with us about his song, Yugo Eulogy. And we share a few stories from NITV news team, Summer Yarns, as we recap some of the 2022 and 2023 stories that encapsulate black excellence from mob right across Australia. All these stories and more coming to you after the latest news. Australia Day 1972 saw the first Aboriginal embassy erected outside Parliament. The native title legislation must be amended. And they've walked this land so many times before anybody came. I am sorry. In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese wishes a Merry Christmas to Australians. Stormy weather affecting much of the east coast of Australia and, in sport, Melbourne United have managed to curb the resistance of Perth Wildcats. Anthony Albanese has wished all Australians a Merry Christmas while paying tribute to those who are giving up their day to help others. Mr Albanese expressed his gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In this time of celebration and reflection, we express our gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In particular, our emergency personnel and Australian Defence Force members, whether here or overseas, our medical workers and our hospitality and those who give up for others through charities. Mr Albanese also acknowledged it wasn't an easy period for some, in particular those in far north Queensland dealing with the aftermath of the floods. In his Christmas message, opposition leader Peter Dutton acknowledged that many people are struggling to make ends meet as the cost of living rose. He also thanked those assisting people in need. The generosity and the efforts of our wonderful charity workers and volunteers epitomised the very best of our society. Flash floods have prompted multiple rescues and calls for help as thunderstorms brought hail, damaging winds and heavy rainfall to areas across New South Wales, stretching to Queensland and Victorian borders. Almost 600 NSWSES volunteers were responding to calls for assistance late on Christmas Eve. Most of the rescues involved vehicles trapped in flood water. SES spokesman Andrew Edmonds has told ABC rain is likely to continue until at least Boxing Day. We are particularly concerned about the weather conditions for Christmas Day. We are expecting some severe storms which could see a repeat of the conditions we saw on Christmas Eve, which was flash flooding, large hail and damaging winds. And those conditions are likely to persist through to Boxing Day. Thousands of properties lost power in southeastern Queensland after supercells rolled across the state on Sunday afternoon. 
Firefighters in Western Australia continue to battle dozens of blazes across the state as a heat wave continues in the northeast. The Bureau of Meteorology said Christmas Day would bring temperatures in the high 30s and low 40s for northeastern parts of the state. Total fire bans are in place for many areas facing heat wave conditions. The high temperatures continue to make a difficult for firefighters battling the dozens of fires. Several emergency-level bushfires have engulfed homes and torn through bushlands, rural properties and suburbs on Perth's fringes in the past days. A fire was burning at a Watch and Act Alert meetup in the Shire of Manjima in the state's southwest on Sunday evening. Political leaders in Australia have paid tribute to Australian Defence Force personnel deployed overseas. More than a 1,000 ADF personnel are on deployments during Christmas holiday season in various regions around the world in 2023. This year, 11,471 defence personnel have served on operations both at home and across the road world, including on peacekeeping missions in Egypt, Israel, Lebanon, Syria and South Sudan. A number have sent video messages to loved ones in Australia. Hi, my name's Sergeant Justin Hill and I'm currently deployed to the Sinai, Egypt on Operation Mazurka. I'd like to wish a very special Merry Christmas to my friends and family back home. G'day, I'm one of the engineering officers here on Operation Kudu in Germany, sending my Christmas wishes and love to my partner Ash, my mum Diane, my dad Vlad and my sister Denny. Two pro-Palestine protesters took to the stage at this year's Carols by Candlelight before being tackled and removed by security. The protesters ran on stage in front of thousands of people, taking the microphone from the host and yelling while you're caroling, kids are dying in Gaza. Host David Campbell then assured the crowd that everything was fine and thanked security for quickly dealing with the situation. The head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Antonom Ghebreyesus, has described the impact of the war on the health system of Gaza as a decimation and a tra- tragedy. The WHO leader made comments in a tweet on social media platform X reiterating his call for an immediate ceasefire. He paid tribute to doctors, nurses, ambulance drivers in Gaza, adding who would continue working alongside by side with Palestinian health workers, delivering supplies, supporting provision care and transferring seriously wounded people. Ukrainians are celebrating Christmas on December 25th for the first time this year in efforts to shift away from Russia's historical influence. Traditionally, the majority Orthodox Christian population would celebrate alongside Russia on January 7th, in line with the traditional Julian calendar. Ukraine passed a law earlier this year declaring Christmas celebrations would come early in a move their president says will help Ukrainians live their own lives. This will be the second Christmas Ukraine in Ukraine since Russia launched its offensive in 2022. 13 people have been killed in a th- 
and 38 injured after a nickel smelter furnace exploded in Indonesia. The owner of the furnace, Indonesia Singshan Stainless Steel, says workers were repairing the furnace and installing plates when the explosion occurred. A company spokesperson, the initial says, the initial explosion set off several other explosions because a nearby oxygen cylinder used for welding and cutting components for the repairs. Indonesia's president, Joko Widodo, says government, the government is keen to develop nickel sector but is calling for improvements in safety and enhancing monitoring of the environment standards in the industry. Five Israeli hostages killed in Hamas captivity have been recovered from an underground tunnel network in the northern Gaza Strip, Israeli military says. Chief military spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that most the postmortems were pending. The three soldiers and two civilians were among 240 people taken hostage by Hamas gunmen during the cross-border attack on October 7 that sparked the war. The military announced the repatriation of the bodies earlier this month. The Israeli military also said it had uncovered an extensive network of tunnels in northern Gaza and had been used to oversee the October attack in Israel. Thousands of people have gathered in the centre of Belgrade in an anti-government protest to demand the annulment of a parliamentary and local elections a week ago that some international observers say were unfair. The populist ruling Serbian Progressive Party, SNS, won 46.72% of the votes in a snap parliamentary elections last weekend, according to the State Election Commission preliminary results. The International Monitoring Mission on Monday said the SNS gained an unfair advantage through media bias, the improper influence of the president, Alexander Vucic, and voting irregularities such as vote buying. Vucic said the elections were fair. The rising cost of living has touched many Australians with its impact increasingly felt over the holiday period. Unions New South Wales found in a survey that 42% of people slashed their grocery spend on Christmas and 56% have cut gift spending. The Reverend Bill Cruz Foundation provides assistance to homeless and disadvantaged people and provides food, social welfare and education support. Its founder, Bill Cruz, comments, says... Demand for the services have been increasing. Oh, very high demand. It's been building up all year. Nowadays, we provide 53,000 meals every month. Our vans have gone around the world four times, 160,000 kilometres, delivering food to hungry people. So the, the need has just gone through the roof. Doctors are urging parents to keep a watchful eye on potentially risky 
toys this Christmas as children are particularly vulnerable of eye injuries. Ophthalmologist Dr. Chanel Sharma says eye injuries have long life consequences and are far more common than people realise. The Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Ophthalmologists, RANSCO, says things like toy guns, swords and aerosols are particularly high risk. Dr Sharma warns injuries can be severe. So eye injuries from these sorts of things can start with injuries to the cornea where you get an ulcer. It can cause injury to the lid, but in worst case scenarios, it can go through the eye and cause complete loss of the eyeball as well as vision. Whilst children's eyes are particularly vulnerable, Dr Sharma says injuries caused by champagne corks are also very common. Also, pet owners are being warned to avoid giving their pets certain Christmas treats during the festive period. RSPCA Chief Veterinarian Bronwyn Oak is urging owners to keep an eye on what their pets are consuming, noting cooked bones are particularly dangerous as they become brittle and can cause gastrointestinal obstructions. Dr Oak also warned to avoid feeding ham or other fatty meals to pets as it can lead to diseases like pancreatitis in dogs. Other foods to avoid giving pets include chocolate, Christmas pudding, sultanas, macadamias and alcohol. Police are urging beachgoers in New South Wales to hand in any barnacle-covered bricks of cocaine after several have been found washing up along the state's coast. Police say members of the public alerted them of a mysterious parcel after discovering one in Magenta on the state's central coast. After more investigations, at least seven packages have been located along the coast so far, all between Sydney and Newcastle. Investigators are urging anyone who finds or may have seen the packages to contact local police. And in sport, the annual Sydney Hobart Yacht Race is facing uncertain weather conditions as the Bureau of Meteorology reveals somewhat vague forecast ahead of Boxing Day. But skipper John Winning Jr., he is backing Andrew Comanche to defend her line on his title, no matter what the conditions. Winning's boat has thrived in heavy downwind conditions before and last year arrived in Constitution Dock in one day, 11 hours and 48 seconds, claiming the second fastest time for a line hours winner in Hobart history. Smaller boats are expected to face a real challenge, though, as stormy weather and strong winds remain on the cards for Tuesday's race. Senior meteorologist at the Bureau, Gabrielle Woodhouse, gave a weather briefing to races ahead of Tuesday. There is still the risk of seeing some strong wind warnings being issued, particularly through parts of Bass Strait and around Tasmania. Um, and obviously with the thunderstorms uh, forecast, particularly on Tuesday and Wednesday, there is the risk that we're going to see some fairly erratic winds um, and sharp changes in direction and wind speed with those storms. Unfortunately, some of them might be forming overhead um, and it's a, yeah, a difficult one at this stage just because of the thunderstorms that are forecast. In the National Basketball League, Melbourne United have managed to curb the resistance of the Perth Wildcats 
109 to 103. After overtime in John Kane Arena. Ian Clark scored 25 points for the winners, while Bryce Cotton tried to win the game for the visitors with 36. This win continues United's successful run this season, as they maintain 14 wins to 7 loss record at the top of the NBL ladder. Melbourne's top scorer, Ian Clark, says the game plan gave them the victory. Just wanted to win. Obviously, we know the last time we were here, it was a battle against these guys. Uh, we know how, how good Bryce is and the attention that he draws. Uh, so we wanted to come out and try to execute our game plan we've been doing all week. Uh, obviously, we went to overtime again, but this time we pulled it out. It was a good game. In football, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, chairman of the petrochemicals company Enos Group and one of the UK's wealthiest men has agreed to purchase a 25% share of the Premier League side Manchester United. It comes almost 13 months after the club's current owners, the Glazier family, began searching for investors willing to buy the team. Ratcliffe is also set to provide $440 million for future investments into the club's old Trafford Stadium. Manchester United have been in poor form all season and currently stand on 8th place in the Premier Ladder with 28 points from 18 matches. And now for a look at today's weather. Broome is sunny with 32 Perth is mostly sunny at 35. Adelaide is having showers or two and is windy at 20. Melbourne, there's rain at times with a possible storm, 23. Hobart is partly cloudy at 22. Albury-Wodonga is having storms, possible heavy falls at 25. Canberra is having showers increasing and storms at 23. Wollongong, Also the same, but at 24. Sydney, there is showers and a possible storm at 27. Newcastle is similar conditions at 28. Brisbane is showers and a possible storm at 33. Townsville is a shower or two at 34. Cairns is partly cloudy with 33. Alice Springs is sunny at 34. Darwin is partly cloudy at 34 and the Torres Straits is a shower with possible storms at 32. Welcome back. I'm your host, Nari Pakai, and you're listening to NITV Radio. Still to come on this show, Mitch Tambo chats for two separate interviews, one about Silent Night, sung in Gamalaray language, and for his song, Yulgol Eulogy. But first, let's take a look at some of the stories from NITV's Summer Yarns. <laughs> Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be looking at 2023 and 2022, the popular stories that made us laugh and proud and that encapsulate black excellence in all its forms from the Living Black series. Um, First, let's start in northwest of the country where the first Aboriginal radio station to hit the airways in Western Australia celebrated a major milestone. Warangari Radio has been broadcasting for more than three decades, providing a voice to mob right across the East Kimberley. 
Mirawong dancers perform to mark a very special occasion, a community coming together to celebrate more than 35 years of Warangari Radio. We know it's really important to have places like Warangari Radio in isolated areas like Kananara and I think it, it's for storytelling and it keeps the community informed of what's happening in the local area. Warangari Radio is known as the Aboriginal voice of the East Kimberley. I'm Donnie Imblong and you've been listening to Country Matters on 6WR Warangari Radio and we'll see you next time. Local presenters like Donnie Imbalong hit the airwaves daily. Having a central you know, radio station, local people uh, reporting on local stories, it kind of... I guess, you know, cuts through that a bit and instills a bit of pride in the community again. Nathalia Imbalong here with you today. Nathalia Imbalong is another presenter. Her radio slot shares her passion for good health right across the region. It's great to have a voice, um, not only to speak up for yourself, but for your family. Your kids can see that too, that you're doing it for a positive um, aspect, not just like what they see negatively in the community and on the news. Warrengarry Radio first broadcast via an ABC signal way back in 1987 and from little things, big things grow. It got its own frequency in 1993 and hasn't looked back. Warrengarry Radio's broadcast signal stretches out over a 300 kilometre radius. It can be heard right across the Ord Valley and also in other East Kimberley towns like Wyndham to the west and Warman to the south, along with dozens of Aboriginal communities, both here in northern WA and across the the border in the Northern Territory. It's something that the owner of this country wanted really badly, one could say, you know. Um, see, they said to me, I remember, they reckon. So that's mean let's build a place where we can put a word on the air, you know. Preserving language and culture through modern media and standing the test of time. Guy McLean, NITV News. The Queensland University of Technology has announced plans to open Australia's first faculty dedication to First Nations wisdom. The Faculty of Indigenous Knowledges and Culture will operate as a standalone unit alongside others such as engineering and law. Soon, the grounds of QUT will be a place where Indigenous knowledge and culture is not only celebrated, but given an intellectual space that supports black excellence and innovation. The idea for us now is to focus on what Indigenous knowledges means to all knowledge in the university and what difference it can make to the way people at university look at different issues and problems and perspectives. The faculty will be the first of its kind in the country, launching next year and enrolling students in programs from 2025. It's a faculty, it's a family, but it's also um, the the training ground for an intellectual army um, that is committed to the survival of our people. The new faculty will provide opportunities for both Indigenous and non-Indigenous people to immerse themselves in our culture. The central goal, though, to double current QUT numbers of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander students over the next five years. Currently, there are less than a 1,000. I'm hoping it'll bring uh, uh, the best people, uh, both academics and students, and and create an environment where uh, we really are able to 
educate, celebrate black excellence. Over the next 12 months, courses under the faculty will be developed in partnership with community organisations in the areas of arts, health, education, justice, business, media and sport. This is the exciting thing, when you get mobbed together and you give access to education on our terms, you can't even begin to imagine the transformative possibilities. And that's the exciting thing for me to be a part of, um, is to see what our people can do with the tools of these institutions for the betterment of our mob. Shifting the landscape of higher education with endless possibilities in sight. Tanisha Williams, NITV News. A young Bunyabah man who lost his home and possessions while he was helping others during a Fitzroy crossing floods has been named WA's Trainee Ranger of the Year. For Lionel Ma, it was his desire to nurture and protect country that led him into a new career. Lionel Ma grew up around Fitzroy crossing. He moved away, but the pull of his country drew him back. Wanting to you know, know more about... Um my country and uh, what <clears throat> what I could do as a as a um, as a person like how can I protect it and look after it Lionel is like a is a pretty amazing young man stellar footballer probably could have made AFL probably could still make AFL but he just felt like so much knowledge and um, culture were getting uh, forgotten on country so he decided to make you know the trip back to Fitzroy Crossing and do something about it he signed up with the state's Parks and Wildlife Service and this year won the Trainee Ranger of the Year Award. Yeah, it was uh, really exciting. A lot of hard work went into uh, most of the training and stuff. Um, a lot of dedication, um, a lot of time away from family. The award recognised Lionel's work during the devastating Kimberley floods in January this year, using the skills he'd been taught as a trainee ranger. When, when we got the call to um, help out with the um, evacuation, yeah, like at first I was a bit nervous. Yeah, I just you know took a deep breath in and like, oh, you, know, you, you got this, you know. Um, it's it's um, nothing new, you know. Like you already done this in your training. While Lionel helped with the evacuation, his own house was destroyed. He and his family lost their home, their possessions, and their car. But not even that could diminish his love for the job he's taken on. Sometimes I just sit by myself and just you know look look back and like. You know, I'd say to myself, like, I reckon I got the best job. The old people would be proud of us with the work we do. Um, you know, we're, we're adapting to new ways, but also with one, you know, common goal, and that's looking after our country. You know, they, they did it back then, and we're doing it now. Ricky Kirby, NITV News. Your community, your conversation. NITV Radio. Welcome back. I'm your host, Nari Pakai, and you just heard Mitch Tambo's song, Silent Night, interpreted and sung in Gamilaroi language. Next up, a conversation with NITV's Bertrand Taganame and Mitch Tambo, talking about the Christmas classic and combining it with his love of language and the appreciation he's seeing from around the world. Tambo is joining us on NITV Radio for our very first face-to-face interview. Welcome to NITV Radio, Mitch. Yummy, Yama. We're here. We're in the flesh, finally. 
Yeah, we've had so many conversations before, but uh, this time around, we, I'm really glad we get to meet in person and talk about uh, something new, something special. Just a few days to Christmas, you've just released a new song, not just any song. It's a song in your language, a Christmas song in Gamilarai language. Tell us about this song. That's right. So I've uh, done my own version interpretation of the Christmas classic Silent Night. And uh, being able to do that song in my beautiful Gamilaray language and bring all the, the energy and essence of my culture to, I guess, an iconic uh, Christmas carol. And um, it's out now. It just went number one on the iTunes uh, world music charts, which is incredible. And um, it's just doing its thing for this time of year. You know, we're about, what, a week out from Chrissy. So here we are, Silent Night. Here at NITV Radio, as I was telling you before this conversation, everybody loves your renditions of different songs in Gamilaroi language. And uh, I must confess myself, on Fridays, I tend to actually often play either You Are The Voice or Absolutely Everybody. These are songs that are very powerful and they tend to send people to the weekend with a smile on their faces. And now, a new song, Christmas Carol in Gamilaroi language. Tell us how the idea came about to produce this song in language. Yeah, I guess it just come around, you know, Christmas, um, an opportunity just presented itself, and it was like, what carol do you want to do? And um, I had a bit of a think, and I thought, you know what, Silent Night's that song that we've all had to do when we're in school. Can't escape it. you got to sing it. you got to get in that choir, that school choir, and uh, you got to do Silent Night. So it started there, and then I reflected on the song, and I just feel like Silent Night brings, you know, that sort of spiritual essence to Christmas. It's that song, isn't it? It's sort of at the center of Christmas. And I thought it'd be a great song to bring the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of my people and put them together and see where we end up. And I think we've ended up in a beautiful place where you can really feel that essence of uh, of both sentiments. It's always good to hear good renditions, and I must stress that uh, this uh, actually rendition fits in very well in the current context uh, of um, the world decade of uh, indigenous uh, languages. So a rendition fits very well in this context because people already know the tune, they already know the lyrics. The only difference is that the song is rendered in a different language and bringing in a new language adds a new layer to the magic of the whole process. Exactly. You couldn't have said it better and it creates a situation where we can just sing along together and it's in a way it's, uh, you know, music meets reconciliation, reconciliation meets music. Um, like you said, it's a song that literally the most part of the whole nation knows. So to be able to put it in my language and have... You know, crowds and thousands of people sing it back to me. I think that's it's a beautiful, um, you know, piece, a beautiful piece of music and um, a beautiful sentiment. Now, this is the time when uh, Christmas carols are performed uh, right across the country in parks, schools and many gatherings. Have you had a chance to go to an event where this particular song is uh, sung or played or performed? Silent Night itself? Yeah, yeah. It's played the, the, everywhere. No, no, this one, Gamil, in Gamil. Oh, mine. Yeah. yeah, look, there's a few people that have um, reached out and, and shared with me that they're playing it at their, like, function event or for their family. Um, people all around the world, actually. I had a brother reach out to me this morning from America, a rapper, and just was like, man, I love your version and I love what you're doing. And 
kind of spun me out because you don't really think um, a brother from America that's a hip-hop artist would be digging Mitch Tambo, Silent Night and Gamilaray, but it's currently happening. So, I mean, it's great, and people from Belgium and the UK in particular as well. Um, so the song is getting around and, and people are embracing it. So it's um, it's beautiful, and it's not beautiful for me and my ego. I think it's just beautiful to see culture and language getting out there. You know, yeah. that's what it's about. Now we haven't had a chance to catch up and uh, have a conversation for a few months now. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you're working on something. So what have you got in the pipeline for the coming year? Oh, my brother. You're right. It's been a quiet year in terms of release of music, but um, it's been a really busy year, and next year is even busier. We just announced we are now collaborating and on the Burn the Floor scene. If you don't know what Burn the Floor is, it's basically this incredible ballroom dance company that are from here but have been based all around the world for many years but have decided to come back so they've had many shows on broadway the west end all different parts of the world and it's all about breaking the confinements of ballroom dance they come across my music and asked if i would uh, be interested to jump on board so we're now doing the um burn the floor um, wonder by eulogy which means spirit dance um featuring myself and that will be uh, a big lot of my catalog features a whole bunch of aussie classics and ballroom dancing. So next year we're going on tour. It's a na- it's a national tour, and then uh, more than likely we'll head overseas and tour it there. So that by itself is it's massive. But we've got a lot of other things in the pipeline that's um, really exciting as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember last time when we were talking about one of these songs, it was roughly around this time of the year when you had that last mega big performance for the bushfires. It was around this time when actually the "You Are the Voice" was uh, released, if I remember. That's right. And then uh, a couple of months later, we went into lockdown for two years. So, you know, it's been, we've been in touch for a while and it's been a wild journey. So that's why it's probably taken so long to meet in the flesh. I mean, uh, and we're in the same city. Same city. I had no idea. I thought you were from Sydney. There you go. And we only communicate via Zoom or phones, whereas we could hop on a tram or in a taxi and uh, get to meet and have uh, our proper face to face conversation, which will make the whole experience uh, a more humane experience. That's right. We've got to bring that human that human essence back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's great to be here in the studio, but I've got to say thanks so much for your support over all these years because it's been a, a rough couple of years for the arts community and um, you get back on the road and you really you know, appreciate all the support you've had through those tough times. I really appreciate it. It's been a great pleasure sharing your stories and uh, music. We are really grateful for keeping us sane and entertained and uh, grounded with uh, songs of joy and hope to cling on in times of uh, really, really very, very tough times without uh, musicians and uh, performers, entertainers uh, releasing content during the difficult times. How would we have survived? It's been wild. It's been wild. But here we are. Uh, Christmas is here, Silent Night's here. If you don't know it, please go and check it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, please jump on all the social media channels as usual. There's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, and just be a, come and join the journey, you know. Um, I just really appreciate everyone out there that's, uh, you know, just been on this journey, especially over the last few years and just really believed in us and our vision and what we're trying to put out to the world. I'm just really grateful and really blessed to be here in this moment with you, my brother. And um, in the flesh after the last two years, ready to celebrate Christmas and actually go on real holidays. Thank you so much, Mitch. It's been a great pleasure talking to you on NITV Radio today. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy and very successful New Year. Thank you, my brother. Likewise, please go on holiday, lap up the sunshine and treat yourself. 
And that was NITV's Bertrand Taganame talking with Mitch Tambo. After the break, we revisit an interview with Mitch about another one of his songs, Yugo Eulogy. So stay tuned for that and the track will be played afterwards. Welcome back. You're with NITV Radio. We revisit a conversation with Mitch Tambo. This time, his song, Yugul Eulogy, NITV Radio's Bertrand Taganame, talks about the track with Tambo. They talk language, support systems, and music empowering people. Yama Mitch. Now you've just released another truck, another anthemic truck that's uh, so powerful it's just even been picked up to feature in uh, the this year's Indigenous Round. Tell us about this new truck. Yeah, new track's titled Yugo Yuligi, bit of a tongue twister. Yugo Yuligi, which means song dance, and it's just all about coming together with your community, your loved ones, your village if you like, being out under the open night sky and just letting go of all the weight of the world and just getting set free in celebration. But the posing question being, when the sun rises tomorrow, will you walk in that new freedom? Will you walk having let go of everything or will you carry it all back into your future? And that's what it's really about. So um, I'm really blessed to have it out. Really pumped that Fox Footy took it on board for Indigenous Round and um, that we got to perform it for the opening too up there in Suncorp Stadium and got to do halftime for Sydney Swans vs Carlton. It's been an incredible release and just really blessed to have it out, to be honest, brother. Yeah, you girl, you lungi. Can you tell us a little bit more about the choice of uh, this title? It's in your language, Gamilaray language as usual. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about uh, your choice of uh, this title. Yeah, so Yugo Yuligi means song dares, and I think it just goes without saying, you know, the power in movement, the power in song, um, the healing um, that comes within music and dance and that kind of movement. And um, also, you know, we all have a song um, that is a soundtrack of our life, or we've got many a songs that, you know, take us back to certain memories and things. But this in particular is about the power of song and dance in terms of celebration and in terms of letting go and being set free. Yeah, it's already, you know, setting new records uh, with downloads and, uh, uh, you know, being streamed all over the country. Were you expecting that it would be picked up for the Indigenous round? Oh, look, there's never any expectation. You always just put a song out and you're kind of hoping for the best, you know, and it's, it's all about, I think, not getting caught up and doing what you think people might like and all about, you know, just creating and, and doing what got you to where you are in the first place. And sometimes that can be really hard, but, you know, the key is, is just to try and create and have fun and put something out you really love and believe in and the hope that others will love it. You know, I think when you get caught up in trying to do something you think people will like is where you can kind of start to fall off what makes you unique, if that makes sense. And, um, so, you know, with this song, we just did it. It's something that, just really loved and I really believed in and and just really put it out in the hope that um people would feel the spirit of the track, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. And he said that uh, this song, which is self-penned, you wrote it yourself and uh, produced it, it transcends language barriers. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a song that um, is quite cinematic, it's anthemic. It's a really big sound. Like, if you've got a great sound system, I think you're going to love it because it's, um, there's so much happening in the production. It's got a really catchy hook and, um, you know, easy, I think, for people to sing along to and that kind of thing. And I think we've done it in a way where, you know, obviously knowing that people can't understand, but where it just feels really empowering, the music, 
Yeah. And I think I've been able to keep really integral to who I am as an artist in terms of the way that I'm singing it and the way that I'm I'm putting it out there. I wanted it to feel almost like my older stuff meets my new stuff, um, where you can feel that sort of authenticity and also feel where I've come from and where I'm going, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I know you're very busy today with uh, interviews and uh, other commitments. Just a closing word for our listeners. Yeah, look, I mean, anyone out there listening, I just really appreciate your support. I'm just really humbled by it, and I just thank you for taking on, you know, something different and embracing it and making it a part of your catalogue and a part of your journey. And so anyone out there that's uh, on the fence about putting something out there or doing something, my advice is just do it. Dare to be you. Dare to be your beautifully unique self. And, um, you know, let's just keep creating a world where we don't have to sacrifice who we are and we can just be authentically ourselves and that can be celebrated and acknowledged and just embraced. I think that would be such a beautiful thing. And, you know, massive shout out to you, brother, because you've supported me from day one. And I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart because every release that I've ever put out, you've always um, supported it, always gave me the platform to jump on your incredible show and, have a chat with you about that and I just want to thank you so much for you know being on my journey and supporting my music it really means the world and although I'm flat out today with other interviews I just want you know to make a point of just really honoring your show and all your hard work and thanking you for you know honestly showing up every single release and supporting me and giving me a platform to celebrate my language and identity Thank you so much, Mitch, because you produce such uh, wonderful music. We wouldn't uh, just uh, sit by and uh, not talk about it because it's inspirational. And this one is also about healing, which is even uh, better. So congratulations again on a great new release and uh, talk to you soon, Mitch. Thanks, brother. Take care. Much love to you and your family. Thanks heaps. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. And that's all we have time for today's program. You can listen back to the program anytime online or catch our stories on sbs.com.au. That's NITV Radio. We'll be back on Wednesday with more stories from across the country. I'm Nari Pakai, and you have a great day.